We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. With Coach Adai and Coach, uh, first of all, welcome to the University of Miami. What's it been like for you? Uh, it's been great. I think for the most part, it's been everything that I expected it to be. Uh, a, a great group of young men. A conglomerate of really elite coaches, some great weather, a head coach that loves the university and loves to win. At the end of the day, I don't know if I can ask for any more. We always like to say there's something special about that orange and green brand. Yeah, yeah. The, the brand itself um, has been one that's been respected for a really long time, and, uh, and we plan on not relinquishing that, but rather making that a little bit stronger. Um, it's a process, but uh, I think every coach and every player at this point in time is bought in and ready for that ride and uh, every day we're making a positive step towards getting to where we want to be which is bringing Miami not necessarily back but up um, to where we sh- where we should be uh, in order to do that it's a long process could be a long process who knows in college football today um, but what, what do you think are some of the key things that have to happen to bring it back up the first thing that we have to do is we've got to make sure that we win uh, and buy, we win the buy-in of all of our players, our current players. I think you build with what's in your program before moving outward. And so we've got to get our current players to make sure that not only are they bought in, but they're working to the standard in which we want as a staff. The second thing is to recruit. Is to recruit and get better and get better really, really fast. I think that's part of college football. It's an arms race. And, and, and the arms happen to be these guys that are on the field. And so everybody's wanting to vie for the best guys. And we've got to put ourselves in the conversation with the upper echelons within the country and not succumb or, or relinquish anything based on what we feel we should get or shouldn't get. We're going to compete against everybody from top to bottom when it comes to the recruiting spectrum, and we plan on winning. One of the things you said there, very interesting, establishing a standard. And sometimes when a standard is set, that hits players right between the eyes, doesn't it? No question. I think if you don't set a standard for players, you don't give them a bar in which they need to reach for. And I think that's a problem. I think any time that you're asking somebody to do something, you've got to give them a benchmark, a, a low bar, that this is where you should be and anything they're over is extras and overs. And that's in every aspect. That's in class. That's on the field. That's in social life. It's being a father for some of them. That's being a big brother. Whatever that is, the standard is a standard. How you do anything is how you do everything. In the recruiting world, what do you see going on in terms of how the University of Miami is being received? Um, you know what? And this is going to sound sad. I don't know that I paid attention to what the, out, the outside. I don't want to call it noise, but what the outside is saying. I do know that we're strapping our boots up and we're working every single day to make sure that we're on the map and we're in the conversation with whomever is out there. And, you know, I know I know this. I've been in some pretty elite programs. Um, this hasn't been one of them. And and we're, we're out working a lot of people. And and Coach Cristobal is not going to have it any other way. Uh, like I said earlier, we've got a standard for our players. We also have a standard for our coaching staff as well. <laughs> Let's talk about what you see on the field so far, mm-hmm. and in particular your secondary as we, as we go into the spring game and wrap up spring football. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you seen in the secondary? I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of good. I've seen some bad. I've seen a lot of growth. I've seen a group of guys that really want to be better than what they were last year. 
Um, you know, we talk in numbers, and there's no, there's no, there's no secret that we should, we had our struggles on the defensive back end just a year ago. And I think these guys are ready and taken to the challenge of making sure that they right those wrongs. Um, you know, the first things first is is there. It's a hungry group of young men that want to get better. Um, secondly, um, there's some untapped potential. There's some guys that, for whatever reason or another, haven't necessarily reached the high bar, which is awesome as a coach because my job is to take them there. Um, and then at the end of the day, we have enough to win with. We do. Um, we just got to continue to develop those guys and bring them on on a daily basis. You have some veteran guys. DJ Ivy's played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Al Blaze played a lot of football, had some injuries. Mm-hmm. Ja'Cory Couch has played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, what do you see in, in, in those players? Yeah, you can tell. You can tell that they played some football. You know, you got your younger guys, your freshmen. Everything that happens to them is the first time that it's ever happened to them. And if it doesn't look exactly like it looked when you drew it on the board, that's a problem for them. Whereas older guys can kind of get themselves through that spot and then figure it out as they get to the sideline or whatnot. And those guys have done a good job of not only taking our system, but implementing it and being able to be sound in what they're doing and doing their jobs. Like you said, those guys have played meaningful football, and it shows. All three have had a really good camp up until now and uh, continuous growth. They didn't all necessarily start out um, in a perfect spot, but but over time have progressively, progressively gotten better and uh, are at a spot where you know, eventually we feel like they'll be good enough to win with. And what I mean that is me coaching them within our scheme to get them to, to a position where we feel like we can win consistently with them on the field. That has no, it's no indictment on them athletically. It's no indictment on their effort. It's all on me to put them in a position in which they need to be to make plays. And then you have some young guys in the secondary. Kitchen's not here in the spring, but James Williams, Avante Williams, Balaam. I'm going to leave somebody out, but... Uh, in terms of James Williams and, and Avante, at the very least, if the ball is deflected, they've got a pretty good chance of getting it. Yeah, both of those guys are really active. They love contact. Um, they're both what I would consider see ball, get ball guys. Um, you know, but my thing with them is the details, coaching them on the finer details, the eyes, the feet, the hand placement, all the finer things that make the biggest difference. Both have made big strides throughout this fall camp, both speaking on 0 and 15. Um, and then, you know, they've really done a good job in terms of preparing themselves above the net. You know, what we do, we ask them to be a quarterback on the back end. And when it's a new scheme for everyone, that makes it tough because not only are they trying to figure out where they're going, they have to also figure out where other people should be and align them. And so they've got a little bit of a tougher job than anyone else on the defense. They've taken the reins and come in and gotten the extras. We'll find them. We'll be in the defensive staff meeting, and both those guys will literally walk in and just sit down and start watching film with us. You're right. That's daily. And uh, and we have to kick them out at times because we can't be over a certain amount of time with them. So it's like, hey, get out. And they're wanting more and more and more. And so, you know, shame on the NCAA for not allowing us to give them more if they're asking for more. But it just shows that they're intentionally wanting to get better. That part about the neck up is, you know, right there because if you don't have it, it shows up on the scoreboard the wrong way. The wrong way. When I, I keep telling these guys, when the fat linemen and them fat backers, when they screw up, we got to make them right. When we screw up, everybody in the stadium knows it, and there's nobody fixing your problems. And so that 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 just shows them that there's going to be a heightened sense of awareness in doing our jobs. We have to be. We, we can't have a bad play because a bad play for us equals six points. A bad play for a lineman equals an explosive run that we tackle down the field 15 yards, and we got to understand that. But here's the thing. It's part of the job description, so get it done. You wrap up the spring with a spring game. 
what are some of the priorities in, in, in the spring game this year? We want to see guys fly around and be competitors. At the end of the day, that's what I want to see. I think competitive spirit and competitive response is the main thing that people lack this day and age. When things get hard, how do you respond? And the ones that respond the right way are the ones that's going to play for me. If you if you tuck your tail and you're looking to get out of dodge when the bullets get flying, you won't be on the field for the hurricanes. If you show up and your chest is out and you're ready to go, we can work with you. By the way, speaking of bullets flying, when you see uh, Van Dyke throwing towards your secondary and Garcia, what what, do you, what what's your perception on on those guys? They're good, they're good players. They're good players, and they stress you, and they make your defense better every single day. You know, there's been places where I've been where you know the second quarterback comes in and you go, all right, cool. Or even the first guy, these guys keep you on your on your on your deal. And I, I'm pretty sure if you ask them, they'll tell you we've given them fits too. <laughs> Here's the last thing for you. You move into the ACC. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about moving into this conference uh, with the University of Miami? You know what? I've been I've been in a similar conference in the Big East at one point in time. Uh, a lot of the same schools know what it is. Um, love the brand of football. Uh, love the fact that they're going to put the ball in the air and allow us to make some plays okay. on it. Um, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. I, I'm I'm ready to go. It's funny you say that. Put the ball in the air because. Certainly last year they put the ball in the air, and this might be a conference. You could argue, at least last year and probably this year, the conference with the best quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, and and that's exciting. Especially for you. Simply put, <laughs> that's exciting. Coach and I, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, brother. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.